Welcome to episode 2 of Pop Culture Sync. This is me, Adam McCallick, and guys, today's show is a treat. We don't just have one interview, we have two interviews. Firstly, we are joined by the Eurovision 2023 winner, according to me, Slovenia's Joker Out, who are representing Slovenia at Eurovision 2023. Then we have an interview from Irish singer-songwriter Bradley Marshall, who's definitely on the rise recently. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, guys, and you can reach out to me on Instagram on Pop Culture Sync. So we are now going to start the show with a Joker Out interview. Thank you, guys. Hey, hey, thank you so much for inviting us. Yeah. yeah so for anyone who like doesn't know like who you are, could you like introduce yourselves? Yes. Hey. Uh, Hi. I'm the singer. <laughs> and I'm Nace. I play the bass. I'm Jan. I'm the guitar player. I'm Jure. I play the drums. I'm Chris. I also play guitar. And together we are Joker Out. Perfect. Yeah. That couldn't have gone any better. So, like, you <laughs> formed your band, Joker Out, back in 2016. So, like, why did you decide to form the band? Uh, well, actually, in 2016, we kind of two worlds, colli- uh, two worlds collided. I had a band, these two guys had a band, and we wanted to make our music a little better than it was uh, in our own bands, so we joined forces. Um, and later on, when things became more serious and we wanted to do this professionally, uh, these two guys came into picture and joined the band uh, because they were they're a bit older than us and they already had a lot of experience with concerts and studio music. So, yeah. But well, the reason we formed is because we really love music and especially we create we love creating together. We have a good energy about it. Yeah, it's not about partying. <laughs> And girls. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing to hear. So, like, do you like have like any musical inspirations behind your sound? Um, well, lots of them, I guess. Yeah, five of, us, five of us have really different tastes, actually. So, oh. it's a great mixture. I guess we all have some core bands. We've all been inspired by some Slovenian artists, which you probably don't know, but like the generations of eighties and nineties. I would say that for me, I'm mostly I would mostly go for the ex-Yugoslav rock and roll music. And I used to be a huge hip-hop fan, then I had a metal phase, <laughs> I had a jazz phase, so like each month I have music genre phase. Yeah. <laughs> now it's 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 like <laughs> pop slash techno. So you're representing Slovenia at Eurovision 2023. How did that like process happen? Like. Um, well, in November of last year, we were thinking of applying to participate in the national selection. And when we applied, we, we got the info back that there wasn't going to be any AMA uh, this year and that they wanted to they wanted us to go directly. Um, and that was quite a shock, of course. Um, but also because that was our end goal in any case, we wanted to go to Eurovision. We were really excited to do it. And so we had a demo of a song. And in like two weeks after that, we went to Hamburg, Germany to record to record the uh, song. Wow, yeah. So do you like have any favorite Eurovision songs or like memories like from growing up with the contest? Yeah, I think we can all agree or we have somehow agreed that our first memory of Eurovision collectively was Ruslana Wild Dances. Oh yeah. 2004. And then the next year Lordi were also a big mm-hmm. thing. 
Um, so yeah, Eurovision has always been some kind of like a Christmas for us. Um, mm -hmm. I guess if we had to go for favorite songs, acts, I would go for uh, Lasha Tumbai and Molitva. Mine is uh, Mahmoud Soldi. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, yeah it is. You've won like many awards in Slovenia, like a Song of the Year award in 2021, the Best Selling Artist of 2022 in Slovenia, which is a big deal. Like with all like this success, why do you want to enter Eurovision? Um, well, because this success is really only um, <laughs> limited limited to Slovenia, <laughs> and it's and it's great that uh, we've made such an impact here. It's, it's really an, an honor for us, but we. We feel like we we have the quality to go um, over our borders, and uh, we believe that Eurovision is a perfect opportunity to engage or like um, make fans, which are which would be prone to our music, um, get to know us. You know, like your <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. I would have never heard of you, and your song is just amazing. It's such a breath of fresh air. Like, thank you, man. Thank you. But and anyways, like your song "Carpet the End" means seas today. So, like, what's the meaning behind the song? Um, well, it's kind of a generational call or anthem to always look on the life from the brighter perspective. The lyrics really came to life in Hamburg when everything we basically did for the 10 or 14 days or how long we were there was have fun, make music, you know, share the love we have for each other and for the things we create. Um, and it really sparked the... The inspiration for just we're here everything is just good vibes you know we're cut out cut, cut off from the rest of the the world and the social media and stuff like that so it was really a pleasure and if you can have a moment of that in every day you know it's it's a great day yeah that's an amazing message to have in a song thanks man <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah you're saying like you're like in hamburg and like you were like locked yeah. in a studio for like 10 days what was that process like? Was like, did the song like just flow to you, or did it just take time to get the lyrics of the song? Well, the lyrics came to be like the last few days, right? Yeah, the lyrics. Oh. Came to the last few days. Um, but everything that we'd done was just like we played around. We really didn't like limit ourselves. The 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 greatest thing about it is we knew we we're making a song for Eurovision, but I don't think that was ever like a limit or somehow you know mm. we never felt a limitation yeah, yeah. We, you always need some time to start recording things to figure out what you need to play and so on but it was a joy for us so yeah mm. yeah so like your music video for carpet dm like honestly it's one of the coolest music videos i've seen in a, a long time it looks <laughs> like he had like a lot of fun and i heard the music video was shot in a like an abandoned hotel how did that idea come to you to shoot it in, a, in an abandoned hotel? Well, that idea actually came to be right here in our rehearsal space, um, as all of our ideas do. Uh, <laughs> script writers are here, uh, Jure, Boyan, and our um, kind of sixth member, which is our music video producer and creative director, Mark. Um, and the idea of uh, like a hotel where two, where two realities collide came to be. Um, and it, we were like really intrigued with kind of like exploring a, a, a place where um, in every room you don't know what you'll find, but uh, um, except that you'll find like the perfect party of the, the person of or the persons who are in that room. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's really how 
how the video came to be and we we wanted to title that hotel carpe diem and that's actually how the song got the name as well oh yeah, yeah that's cool. we didn't have a name for the song we were like we had carpe diem as a working title and then we were like whenever anyone asked us what's the what's gonna what's the name of the song gonna be and we were like it's we don't know yet but for now it's carpe diem and <laughs> in the end it's like let's go with carpe diem yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a really cool concept. But anyways, you've heard about the Croatian band, Let Tree. They're representing Croatia, Eurovision, and they offered to have group sex with you. Are you going to take them up on that offer? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have to wait for the pre-parties to see what's going to happen. Yeah, we haven't yeah. met them in person yet. So Which least... pre-parties are you going to? All of them. Oh, that's amazing. So like in London and everywhere, it's amazing. Yes, so this question is just for Bojan. I read that you won't be distracted by your performance since the Israeli entrance, Noah Corral, is in semi-final one. So I have a question. Are you going to ask her out on a date when you're in Liverpool? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm probably not going to ask her on a date. Um I saw on Twitter yesterday that May Miller asked her on a date and Noah said yes, so I guess that chance uh, will. <laughs> yeah. Your parents also going to Eurovision, so it would be great. Uh, uh, yeah, my parents my parents are also going to Eurovision, so <laughs> whichever girl I meet, they're going to meet her. <laughs> so like your song, Carpe yeah. Diem, it's got like an extremely like positive reaction from Eurovision fans and fans across the globe. What was your reaction, like, reading all the positive comments? Um, I mean, reading comments is always kind of toxic, you know. Um, um, so it's it's a hazard whether they're going to be good or bad, but we're very lucky to have the majority of comments, at least the ones we see uh, being good. Um, mm -hmm. We're all very excited and very happy because it, may, it, it has made this month since the release very easy for us i think we we don't feel the pressure which we probably would if the whole connotation was negative around it yeah uh, so i guess yeah it's awesome but we we're, we're not allowed to get caught up on that you know we have a lot of work to do and we have to make the best of our performance so yeah, yeah. but we are yeah. happy that people seemed to get the message that we were trying to spread around like that this is a, a feel-good song like you just seize the day as if there was no tomorrow um and yeah even though we sing in slovenian which is not understood by many people uh people seem to like get the language of the music that we're speaking yep. yeah so you're gonna release an english version of carpet dm i heard are you gonna keep the song in slovenian for eurovision yes yes it will be in yeah. slovenian on eurovision but we can tell you that we we just listened to the final mix and it's awesome it's <laughs> amazing i think it's great you're keeping it in slovenian and not changing it to english but anyways like i was shocked when i saw this i was actually shocked but you're only like 29th in the odds for eurovision 2023 regarding winning like i don't see how that makes sense like i think you're like a shoe-in for the final i actually think you can win eurovision if not come top five i feel like europe will like love you in the same way like they loved bands like money skin even though your music is like different do you like ever pay attention to the odds or any of that? I mean, <laughs> the odds are in favor to us as in the meaning. If we put like what a hundred euros, we get twenty five k odds. No, but gods, 
I don't know. They we we don't let ourselves get distracted by it. And Slovenia has like the misfortune of being such a small country and such a not yeah. so well. So people dismiss it before even really hearing the song. You know, the fact that we've we started at like the bottom this year that <laughs> now 29th out of 37 is already a really good. Started yeah. from the bottom, now we almost still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure it'll change when the pre-parties and rehearsals happen and all that. But anyways, uh, I know you can't talk like a lot about your staging, but will there be any props on the stage or is there any plans to, or is it just going to be you? Or there are going to be instruments. <laughs> well, the main thing is we're going to be really close together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that is a hint. We're going to yeah. be very close together. But we're not uh, having group. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's that's great to hear. Is there any like Eurovision songs like from this year's contest that you keep like listening to again and again? Mm, again and again, not really, probably. <laughs> Me neither. I uh, well, Norway because of TikTok. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can. There's no escape from. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, a couple of us really like the French entry yeah. and the Spanish one as well. Mm-hmm. Have you heard the Irish entry yet? Uh yes. Yes. What do you think of that? We think that we are what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they seem like re- really cool guys. We we chatted a bit on, on Instagram, so we're oh we did. Yeah, <laughs> so we're happy to meet them in in person. That's great, and I'm sure you'll meet at the pre parties and all that. But like, if you like win Eurovision 2023, what will be your like reaction? Mm-hmm. Our reaction? Yeah, crying. <laughs> Yeah, probably, 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 yeah. It's the first reaction. I mean, has anybody ever won Eurovision and not cried? I don't remember. Yeah. Maybe Lord. <laughs> they were crying on the Lord last, you Lord just Lord Lord cried blood. Yeah. <laughs> and if you win, wouldn't you be the first Slovenian people to ever win? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah would, we, would. we would be. I mean, if we if we get top six, we're, we're highest ranked. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, the, the, well, we've historically our best ranking was top seven twice. Yeah, yeah. there's a Slovenian band, Pepewin uh, Kri, that sang back vocals on the winning song um, of Eurovision. Insieme. Yeah, Insieme, Italy, Italy. I think, 1990. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, actually, Slovenian people did experience yeah, the did winning. Experience the winning, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that might change this year. So I think we're just going to have to wait and see. Thank you so much, Joker, out for this interview. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. You you hyped us up like really good. (laughs) So thank you, Bradley Marshall, for coming on Pop Culture Sync. No problem. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah. So you started your musical journey back in 2020. How would you describe it to someone who hasn't listened to your music before? Um, well, the way I would describe my music is very um, soulful and very, you know, heartfelt. Um, I always try my music. I always try to everybody else that listens. So, you know, I love, you know, writing lyrics about mental health, things that are important, you know, heartbreak, kind of love and um, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So for someone that hasn't listened to me, I'd say, yeah, really heartfelt lyrics and just really passionate about about what I do, really. Yeah, that's amazing to hear, and mental health is so important these days. So who would be the musical inspirations behind your sound? There's quite a few. Like, when I was a kid, I grew up listening to Bruno Mars, funnily enough. And, uh, you know, I used to love all his old stuff, like When I Was Your Man and all that, all them kind of songs. 
Um, and that kind of shaped me a little bit. But now it's kind of, you know, James Arthur, you know, Derek McKennedy, Justin Bieber, you know, all these kind of artists. But more importantly for me, it's like James Arthur and Derek McKennedy where I think I fit in the bracket where the lyrics, type of lyrics they write. Really, you can really hear from them that's coming from a place deep within. Like, so um, I feel like that they're my two biggest inspirations right now, I'd say. Yeah, they do make amazing music. So you've already collabed with Danny from The Script and Ryan Hennessy from Picture This. What were those experiences like? Yeah, when you're in studio with, you know, that like an artist of that caliber, it's quite, um, I don't know how to explain it. It's a bit daunting, like when you're there with them, you know, and you're actually there in front of them and you're writing with them and they're writing music for you and you're writing together. I mean, Ryan Hennessy is an absolute genius, like the way he works. I mean, he can come up with a song in his head in, in, in two minutes, you know, and, uh, and Danny as well from The Script, like absolutely... Yeah phenomenal just it's just amazing like to to be so young like in my career and to have worked with these already and to still have them behind me and, and help me is a uh, it's crazy like it's experience that i never thought it really happened but it did so yeah that's amazing so is there any artists that you would like to collab with in the future um that's an interesting one i mean obviously i'd love to do something with as i said them candy or james mm. Arthur, but justin bieber get a feature in there one day i mean <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm laughing <laughs> yeah so one of your most recent songs hurt the most was hugely successful with over a million streams on spotify it sounds very special and unique what is the meaning behind the song thank you for that man uh kind words um so basically hurts the most was just really about um, you have a feeling that like you're with somebody and you have a feeling that they're just not fully in as you are. And it was kind of a way of me saying with somebody that I was with, um, if you're going to leave me, then please don't take your time. Just do it fast so I can recover already and stuff like that, you know, and like don't do it slow because it's just going to kill me and it's just going to keep killing me as it goes on and on because I know that they don't feel it. And then, um, yeah, it was just a song about, you know, it starts off in the verse, with the memories that we used to have and what we used to do. And then it kind of it goes into the second verse to say, is there somebody better than me? And just basically a song, but that you don't feel good enough, which I didn't. I didn't feel good enough for anybody at that point in my life, which I thought was important. And I, I think it really came out in the song. Yeah, the lyrics in the song came across amazing. They came across as so deep. And to me, the song is just perfection. You supported Leah Hart in the past and you just supported Well Jude. How does it feel to be supporting such successful acts? Yeah, I mean, they're amazing. Leah Hart's really up and coming in, in Ireland now. She's doing really well for herself. Well, you obviously just got the Eurovision, so, you know, yeah. best of luck to them in the Eurovision and stuff. Uh, yeah, obviously all great people. And, uh, you know, I love supporting because it doesn't really matter, like, who turns up or how the tickets sale and stuff like that. You just get up there and sing. It doesn't really matter what, like, what you do, you know? If you make a mistake, nobody really cares. <laughs> so it's good. <laughs> So, like, as I just said, you just supported Wild Jude, and they're representing Ireland at Eurovision this year. So, would you ever like to represent Ireland at Eurovision? Listen, I'm not saying it's uh, it's out of out of my my book, you know. But um, listen, we'll see what happens out in the future. Like, I mean, if they need with somebody, I would possibly do it. So, um, but it's not somewhere I want to go down right now. I kind of want to, mm -hmm. you know, be myself as an artist and create my own music and. Uh, that's something else, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's an interesting answer.
Despite being such a new artist, you've consistently had over 100,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. How does it feel that your music is already so loved? Yeah, man, like 100,000 plus, like, and I think it's still growing right now. And, um, yeah. like, to, hear, to even know that many people, you know, like a month is, is quite crazy. And, um, sorry, my dog's drinking in the background there. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's quite crazy, like, because, I mean, every time I go onto my Spotify, like, there's over 100 people listening to me every time I check it. It's like, I'm here, like, I could be out playing golf or something, and people are listening to my music, you know what I mean? It's just, it doesn't, just doesn't make sense, but, listen, the only way is up, really, in, in, I think. And, uh, yeah, just let's keep going and hit. The million, hopefully, I'm only listeners soon. Yeah, that's actually mental. So, when you hear one of your own songs on the radio, how does it make you feel? I mean, man, I remember when I was a kid and I listened to songs on the radio, and I was just like, man, one day I really just want to hear myself on the radio. And, and that's happened. It hasn't happened as much as I wanted to yet, but I'm, I'm sure it will. And um, yeah, it's, it's a really crazy feeling, man, because I mean, just hearing yourself and like, it just means that it starts from somewhere where people are backing you so they believe in you playing the radio all that kind of comes together and it's just an amazing feeling man yeah good for you you've released a lot of quality ballads would you ever consider releasing something like more upbeat more house i feel like i feel like i know where my lane is so my lane is where i am right now and what, mm -hmm. what i kind of release but I mean, I'm already talking to my manager and stuff like that about collabing with a big DJ, you know, where I can put my vocal in and I can be. And so, listen, I can, I can, I believe that I can do like any genre and anything like that. So, so yeah, that will definitely be down the line with a DJ, 100%. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Your new song, Perfect for Me, the current 2FM song of the week, was released recently. What's the meaning behind the song? So, Perfect for Me, man, is. Um, it's a real, real, like, you know, traditional love song. Um, funnily enough, it was kind of the first time that I didn't write really about myself because <laughs> I'm single as ever right now. So, but anyways, and I wrote that song for people because I knew people were related because I know obviously so many people in the world are in love and so many people are around the world are, are getting married soon. So, like, when I first released it, people were like, straight away, I'm getting married to this song. This is my first dance song. I'm walking down the aisle to this song. And I was like, wow. So I just kept releasing it and releasing it. And uh, some people have already got married to this song. And it's only out five days. So, oh I mean, so like, yeah, it's quite crazy. Um, yeah, it's just a real love song. It's just about loving somebody and depending on somebody. And if they're down, you'll pick them up. And if they need to see the light, you'll bring the light. All that kind of stuff, man. So I wrote that and kind of thinking about other people this time. Yeah, it already has a lot of streams already. So congrats on that. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Final question. A lot of world famous male singers have come from Ireland recently, like Dermot Kennedy, Kean Duqua, Hosier, Niall Horan. Do you believe you can match the success that they had? Yeah, man, 100%. 100% I do. I mean, if I didn't, then I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing, you know? Um, oh, 100%, man. I just need to, you know, listen, I'm in, I'm in talks with a lot of people right now, and we're going to try and make something happen real soon. And hopefully that's the stepping stone of me becoming. Uh, a name like them like themselves but uh, yeah 100% man I believe like I can I can do anything so <laughs> yeah I definitely think your music has so much potential so thank you Bradley for coming on Pop Culture Sync Adam thank you so much for having me man it's a pleasure so thank you for tuning in to episode 3 of Pop Culture Sync I really appreciate it and I would like to thank Joker Out and Bradley Marshall for coming on my show 
like guys, they were such fun, both of them. And we definitely have more people planned to come on Pop Culture Sync in the future. So please stay tuned. And finally, if you want to contact me, my Instagram page is at Pop Culture Sync. I don't bite, guys. Mm-hmm.